welcome everyone's everyone's all <laughs> right bernice all right <laughs> this is our two cents i'm wit and i'm cc and this is our very first episode um we are excited and very happy Super excited um to be here after multiple attempts mm-hmm. i think we got Try. one i think we got one so, so do I. We. I mean, you know, it takes a minute for us to get it right, but yeah. and then for me to actually get on board all the way. <laughs> no, we we still we still praying about it, but I think we, you know, I think we there now. I think we are too. Cool. I'm glad that you guys clicked on this. Um, wherever you are listening, we just want to express our gratitude. Thank and, you. Uh, we hope that you guys, well, we know that you guys are going to make it to the end because we are with the mess over here. So stay with the mess, honey. With the mess. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cece, what's up? What's, yeah. uh, what's going on? What's, what, how was your day? How was work? Oh, my God. Work was so blah today, man. Like, I, I, I felt like I couldn't wait to get home so I could, like, play with my Christmas tree some more. I just put it up yesterday. Did you? All the, all the way, yeah. And um, I couldn't find my tree topper. So, uh, I'm going to have to go have out. Gotta have a tree topper. You do. I put a little candy cane up there, you know. <laughs> that does not right count. <laughs> it, well, you know, until, <laughs> until I get one. Do, have wow. you guys put up your tree? No. Um... I am the top procrastinator. When it comes to that, okay. <laughs> when it comes to a lot of things. <laughs> Not podcasting, though. <laughs> no, no. I remember one year I put up my Christmas tree like three days before Christmas. Girl, in my mama's house, honey, my mama will go all 20, 24 days and then Christmas <laughs> Eve go behind the house and cut down a tree bed. And when I say it be like pine needle fresh in that mug. That's <laughs> crazy. I got to do one, though, because I got to make sure that Fancy has one when she wakes up on Christmas morning. So Definitely. Got to have one for the kids. Eventually, I get gotta around to it. <laughs> exactly. But how was your day? My day actually was kind of stressful because we had some um, executives in town this week. And uh, so the highlight of my day was probably the buffalo chicken wrap I had for lunch. Hey, from where? Uh, This restaurant in Columbus called Zachary's. That's ah, a that's a free is that endorsement. Off, <laughs> is that a is that a off brand Zaxby's or something? No, I mean they have it's like a legit restaurant. It looks like one of those diners, drive-ins, and dive situations. Okay, and like okay. their wraps are like super popular. They have salads and different things like that. What's the price looking like? What I was not. It's actually I only spent. Well, I didn't spend anything because the uh, my work my manager paid for it, but it was like nine dollars. Oh, that's not bad. If I had known she was going to pay for it, I would have got like cheesecake and <laughs> right? an actual drink instead of water. <laughs> I got a gold plate and everything. <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh, you got this? Okay, then. Let me see what else I can get. Exactly. She was slick, though. She waited until it was time to go, yeah, I got all of us. What? Like, don't you just be side-eyeing people when they do stuff like that? Right. <laughs> Are you so you just weren't gonna say it up front because you just knew how we was gonna act because you okay. knew I was gonna get that pasta. You knew it, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think we should just go ahead and hop into yeah. celebrity. Yeah. 
I mean, who says exactly what they're thinking? What kind of game is that? All things gossipy and celebrity. Yes, so Cece and I, we are celebrity gossip junkies. Yes, ma'am. So this is always going to be the first thing we do. We talk about. Um, yeah. If you don't care about celebrities, you might want to fast forward through this. Yeah. But well, I mean, hey, just listen I mean, to it, it and see how you're right. feeling at the end. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Open up your mind. Like, I mean, we live in our own world all the time. Why not live in somebody else's just for a little while? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm living vicariously through Beyonce. Oh, girl. Oh, my God. Did you see her butt in that dress? We're going to that. We're gonna get to that. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Don't you dare. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the first story is we're going to talk about LeVar Ball and the fact that... Um, Leangelo. Yes. He pulls pulled his son, Leangelo, out of UCLA. Yeah, he did. Go ahead. Um, I was going to say... I was going to say, at least let the child go to school there, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, get get your lesson mm-hmm. and then, you know, still train and still condition and, you know, get ready for whatever it is that you need to get ready for for the NBA. But, like, I mean, you're not even in school now. <laughs> like, they didn't kick him out of school. They just kicked him off the team. Right. And, like, LeVar is like, nah, we're just taking him out. He's just going, you know, I guess that's going to be his punishment. Going to be... <laughs> Be at home playing ball every day. Like that's that's a that's a hobby. That's an activity. <laughs> right, right. He said like, that the punishment that he received from UCLA was worse than what they did to him in China. You know what? <laughs> that's the Donald Trump in him, right? Like, like I feel like him and him and Donald Trump are like two sides of the same coin. And is that is that the right expression? I think that's the right expression. I think and, so. Huh. I said, I think so. I think it is. Yeah. And so I, I feel like they're both super stubborn. They they bro- they both want like accolades and praise and stuff like that for the things that they ain't doing, but like their kids are doing or, mm-hmm. you know, like Trump, like not the things that someone else is doing, but what he's doing in place of, you know, just taking credit for stuff. <laughs> right. But I mean, come on, like they kicked him off the team. That was that is pretty harsh. But, like, come on. Like, he deserved it. He got money. They have money. Why are you over there stealing? That's my thing. That, that's yeah. the bigger thing. Like, why are you over there stealing? Yeah, well, m- my personal take on it, I have a love-hate relationship with LeVar Ball. Me too. Like, I love his drive and his ambition and all that stuff. Like, I get that part of it. But the other stuff I can deal without. Yeah, I get what you're saying. So, he has a... um. I would, I want to call it a TV show, but it's on Facebook, so it's not really a TV show. Um, I mean, but it is though. Like it's whole like twenty minute episodes. Yeah, or whatever. they're episodes. Uh, it's called Ball in the Family on yeah. Facebook, and I watched like maybe the first two episodes, and I gained a certain respect for Lavar Ball. Yes. So that part is was easy to do because if you watch that, you know that um those episodes and it's like you can tell how much of a devoted father he is he's a great husband Mm -hmm. and all of that but on the other hand you have the the loud mouth which i kind of love that part too (laughs) 
obnoxious. <laughs> you, but you know, that's a gift and a curse to his kids. You know what I'm saying? Yes, ma'am. Because he he gave them like some sort of notoriety by being that loud and obnoxious. Mm -hmm. But then now it's kind of coming back to bite him in the butt. I feel like he should have just been quiet after the incident with Donald Trump. But he was like, he ain't called me and told me nothing. <laughs> right. How, how I know that that uh, that he did it? He was he over called, there. He ain't called me and told me that. Was he just <laughs> over there? And he said, let him out. What he did, girl? Girl, he need proof, honey. <laughs> he need, need receipts. <laughs> but oh, but you know what? I saw. I've seen only two episodes of the show, and ironically, it was the first episode and the very last episode. And wow. I don't, I don't subscribe to it. So what happened was I was like watching like a Kevin stage video, <laughs> and then the next video was balling the family, and mm -hmm. it happened to be the first episode. And like a couple months later or whatever, I was watching another video, and the last episode showed up, and. I don't know if you've noticed this, but in the previews for season two, LiAngelo is nowhere in the previews, girl. Really? It's only, La yes, it is only LaMelo and La Lonzo. Uh, Lonzo in the, um, in the previews. Which, I was like, that's we must, so strategic. We must, we must say that Lonzo is doing really great in the NBA. I think he got like some triple doubles or something. So, I mean... He's now I haven't yeah. really been following. Okay. Yeah, he's doing good in the NBA. Um, well, good for him. And even I think I saw a post that LeBron James posted and he was like, Don't be so critical of him. I wasn't that great my first year. You know, because everybody is like, Well, we were expecting him to be the next LeBron, basically. And uh he posted something like, Don't do him like that, you know, give him a chance, let him you know, get his feet wet and all of that. So, um he's doing good in the NBA and then there his Leangelo, we don't know what's gonna happen with him, child. But right. then they have the little brother Lamelo, um, who already has apparently has like a shoe out. Yeah, I kind of like the red shoe though. Do you? Yeah, I kind of like Lamelo's shoe. That that Lonzo shoe, the Zotus or whatever they were. Yeah, I ain't really. I didn't really like those, but I kind of like the Lamelo shoe. And I was wondering why he got a shoe before the middle boy got a shoe. <laughs> they obviously don't like the middle child. And <laughs> I, I stand for middle children everywhere because I am too a middle child. <laughs> well, I'm the baby. and See, I you don't get the struggle. <laughs> I know I don't get the struggle, but, but I understand. I mean, you know. Mm -hmm. Shout out to all the middle child and children in the world. Thank you. We need March and March and March. I know we need those accolades <laughs> sometimes because we get left out a lot. No. <laughs> Moving on, um, let's talk about Vincent Herb. Is right. now the manager of Escape. And then you and you said Candy too, right? Well, no, no, no. Wait, okay, you misread that. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I wanted to put these two stories in one because gotcha, gotcha, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I want to talk about Vince managing escape. And then I want to talk about Candy's post about forgiveness. Mm, mm -hmm. You feel me? Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. I should have. My bad. Um, <laughs> Vincent Herbert is, I don't, I feel like I got to say his whole name because that's what Tamar does. 
did. Um, he is now managing Escape, and people are wondering, like, is there going to be beef now between Tiny and Tamar? Because, you know, Tiny and Tamar are, like, best friends, and Tamar is, like, heiresses, which is Tiny's youngest daughter's godmother. That was a tongue twister. It was. <laughs> um, so they're trying to basically figure out if there is any friction between Tiny and Tamar since this has happened. But, hey, Vince is out here popping. In these streets, girl. In I mean, because it ain't just escape that he's managing. Like, he manages Remy yep. also. Mm-hmm. And um, I think he, you didn't, you never answered me. Does he still uh, manage Tamar? I would imagine he still does, right? I don't, I don't know about that one hundred percent sure, but I would imagine that he doesn't. I feel like just because you break up, like in the marriage, that don't mean that you broke up, like in the business. I mean, because I wouldn't, mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily think that they have a relationship like Kendu and Mary J. Blige. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I think that, and especially with Escape and Tamar being on tour together, I think that. I don't think that there would be any like beef or any like kind of tense situations because I would hope that Tamar would think of it as a business situation and that escape was just like wait 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 okay we all know that Tamar Braxton is as petty as they come yes okay she she is (laughs) but I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that for the reasons of the. Well, for the fact that her mother, like, went on, what show was that? Sister Circle or somewhere and was talking about how he abused her. Girl, and, and how she had to go in there and put the dough up against the, the right. chair up against the door and just right. held the baby all night. I was like, Right. What? So if the breakup was, it was amicable. It was popping like that? Right. <laughs> if the breakup was amicable, then I would have been like, oh, yeah, he's probably still her manager. But the fact that it's kind of nasty. I guess. Yeah. Then that makes me think, mm-mm, she's in between managers right now. And my question is, what they did with Mona Scott? Because Mona Scott was their manager when they were at Essence, BET, like their original manager when they started the whole reunion thing. She sure was. So I remember them being in photos and stuff together. Right. Did they fire her? Did she quit? We need May- answers. Uh, I mean, we all know that <laughs> Mona has excessive obligations already. Okay, like, uh, what is that? Love and Hip Hop Miami is getting ready to come on in January. It's too I'm many like, of oh those. My God. When they gonna do another a Love and Hip Hop Mississippi? Because I mean, <laughs> oh, right, starring Big Crit and like and David uh, Banner. David, <laughs> that's all we got. Well, we probably Just... got some more, some oh. up and comers. I don't know up and comers. I mean, you know, it's probably some out there. I'm sure. Girl, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know none. I know a bunch of like 35-year-old niggas that's out here rapping still and ain't got no um, record deal, but they still rapping. They like 52 Savage. (laughs) Who has a whole whole set of teeth now. Savage. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So, and then let's talk about Candy and her... Candy went took to Instagram and she screenshotted some of her comments um, under one of her pictures where her followers was like um, that she was doing too much and she needed to forgive and blah, 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 Portia. 
And she went on to say, hey, y'all, don't be telling me when I should be forgiving people. And that's Portia and Tamika and all of that. And I am with her when she's right. Okay. Okay. So let's be honest. Candy is known to hold a grudge. Okay. So am I. um, (laughs) (laughs) So am I too. But like. I just, I don't know. Obviously, she's not getting the apologies that she's wanting. Or even after getting the apology, you don't necessarily kind of forget the situation. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but 18 years later or 20 years later or something, yeah. I'm like, I feel dude. like she has truly forgiven Tamika. I think that the reason why they're recording without her is because she's going to be on Broadway now. Strictly for uh, for Broadway purposes. Yeah, right? I don't I don't necessarily think it's because they beefing. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's because she got a whole lot on her plate, and then on top of it, she got kids. You know what I'm saying? She does have kids, so, and I saw the cutest video of uh, Ace today swimming. I saw, and it I too. was like, oh my gosh, that is awesome. No, I was scared out of my mind. Really? I have a, I I have a I real mean, fear of water. Mm, okay, that's personal. <laughs> then. That's Very. Personal. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, but when it, <laughs> no, when it comes to Portia, I think mm-hmm. I, I think that she probably that's something that is a lot more serious than somebody like lying on the coochie. Um, right. That's a rape allegation. You know it what I'm is. saying? It is. So that's a little bit I mean, more that could serious. tarnish her brand. I mean, she exactly. said this multiple times. So, I mean, that is way more vindictive. Um, and the fact that she didn't even... Like, if, if she would just come to her sincerely and be like, hey, I apologize for this. I was only telling what was told to me. Right. So the real person to be angry and upset with is Phaedra. In which she is, rightfully mm-hmm. so. And I'm pretty sure her and Phaedra ain't going to be like, they probably ain't going to ever speak again. No, I don't blame her. I wouldn't. I love Phaedra. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, you do. But, um, I'm, you know, I'm a little upset with her right now my, myself. <laughs> uh, you, know she's a, you know she's a Wilhelmina model. I now. saw that and I couldn't even truly be happy for her. <laughs> Girl, I couldn't even do some- it. When Shamar Moore got like them all together and all this stuff, I was like, all right now. I know. That was like so embarrassing for her. <laughs> but I mean, people would come and send solid that I thought the picture was photoshopped. Was it not? No, I think it was real. He said that he took a picture with her. He did. But he said that, he, that, didn't, picture, he, said that he didn't know her. That picture, he it looked mighty photoshopped. And mm. I can I can tell a good Photoshop because I mean I work with Photoshop every day, every day, and that did not look real to me. But I mean, who's to say? I don't know. He said it. He said he took a picture with her, but he ain't. That ain't his bae. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't my bae. Making mm-hmm. any eggs. <laughs> so we're gonna move on to something that if you have an Instagram and you follow all the ratchets. You probably know that uh, Atlanta has elected a female African-American mayor by the name of Keisha Bottoms. Mm -hmm. And they are also proud. I'm proud as well. Yeah, I'm happy. I mean, hey, 
this to black keep that, girl magic. Yeah, it is. And keep the blackness going because Kasim, um, what's his last name? Kasim. You got I actual think. names. Yeah, well, the the previous, <laughs> the outgoing mayor. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, the outgoing mayor was also black, uh, black, and he was mayor for a very, very long time. Well, apparently so, they have not had a white mayor since 1973. Oh, wow. Okay. Right. So apparently her, um, the other lady, I'm going to get his name. That's her name. Norwood is her last name. Yeah. <laughs> Woods. Apparently... Um, her election would have been history making for all of the Donald Trump voters out there. Um, as if there are not enough white people in public office. <clears throat> anyway, I digress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I'm, I'm happy for them too. I mean, there was overwhelming support from the African-American community for Miss Keisha Bottoms. Mm-hmm. Um, I, saw an interview that she did on a breakfast club a little bit ago and um it's she said that i mean like she was a she was a judge for over 20 no she was a lawyer for over 20 years and she became a judge and was a judge for six years obviously well qualified for the job she and miss norwood are on the city council city council yeah yeah and then um like she she even when she got appointed as judge she sat next to a judge who sentenced her dad to jail for, you know, selling drugs and stuff like that. But she said that she never held any ill will towards that man because, I mean, you know, her dad was in the wrong. And, um, what, you what know, kind of, did they huh? tell you what kind of drugs he was selling? No, she was it just, weed or crack? Was... <laughs> difference. <laughs> I have no idea. But I was not expecting to hear that though. Her being you know, on the on the bench with a judge that put one of her family members um, let in jail. Let alone her dad. Let alone her dad, exactly. But I mean, you know, she just she thought she just took it to took it as if like he was being he was doing his job. I mean, it wasn't mm-hmm. like he, you know, didn't sentence him fairly or something like that. I mean, he was doing he made a, he did a crime. So, mm-hmm. um. But I'm excited for them. She only won by like 700 and some odd votes. Mm-hmm. So, of I course, Miss Norwood is trying to, you know, asking for a recount. Recount. And, yeah. And I even saw a map of the city of Atlanta and how divided the city was with the votes. Like, um, Norwood took the top half of the city and Bottoms took the... <laughs> The South Side. No, yeah, no pun intended. <laughs> bottom half of the city, and um, that was great, she, Cece. Yeah, and you know what? And it says that she she ran as an independent, but she's not really independent. Like she, oh. you know, sides more on the conservative Republican side, but you know, to capitalize those votes and things of that nature, she ran as independent. Right, and so I read somewhere that they both like shared similar views like they're both like quite liberal mm-hmm. but so that made the race more about do you want a black woman to win or a white woman to win <laughs> right exactly yeah but yeah. Then, you and, know and and they and she keisha made it well known that people in atlanta still vote uh along racial lines 
And obviously that's probably the case. I mean, I don't know much about Atlanta and how it's divided as far as the demographics and the city of a whole. But Mm -hmm. I would imagine that if the if the white lady took the top half of the city, it's probably more white people that live up there in the Mm -hmm. top half of the city. You know, it's like probably Alpharetta, you know, all those expensive. We we probably can't speak for Atlanta, but we can definitely speak for the South, because if you look at Alabama, you got Roy Moore over here uh, being a pedophile. And oh my God, right? These women are showing up with the receipts, but the RNC is Girl, still like, oh, you know everything. what? The RNC is like, oh, you know what? Donald Trump said he's good, so we're going to go ahead and back him. What? What do you mean? Oh my God. And then multiple people have told him that he should step down and he's still not going to. No, because he, like, know, because he knows that in Alabama, they are so desperate for it to still be a Republican in mm-hmm. that seat that he's they'll, going to win. That they'll pick a, ra- a rapist. <laughs> over a Democrat. That's awful, isn't it? It is terrible. But that so you would you... much rather you would much rather choose a white Republican rapist over a white Democrat? Like <laughs> And you know, I think it's because of the media since, you know, the Harvey Weinstein thing came out. Mm-hmm we have become sort of desensitized to it. So it's mm-hmm. like every morning I turn on the news, such and such uh, has stepped down because of sexual harassment allegations. And Girl, I was waiting for some for them to uh, bring out somebody black girl. And when they said that stuff about Russell Simmons, I was like, oh. My heart. My heart. But you know what, though? <laughs> I believe it. And I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Russell always with some, like, model chick that mm-hmm. looks light years younger than him that's true and i mean i mean i can see that happening like in it you know not necessarily rape per se but you know how you know how some people give you a look as if you're gonna do it whether you want to or not right and i feel like that's i mean and that's like that's mental intimidation like that Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and so i feel like it may have been done in that kind of capacity more so than like a forced on you kind of thing yes you know i was at work and when i work at a tv station i won't say which one um but when it came out about charlie rose one of my coworkers, she wasn't talking to me she was talking to the guy that's in the office next to me and she said something to the effect of well i'm not mad at charlie rose i'm just mad that these women waited so long to come out and i wanted to say something to her so bad because i feel like if you don't if you've never been sexually assaulted before then you can't understand why um this has happened me personally i've had a personal experience where i have been sexually assaulted and mm-hmm. i still have not come out and said who it was you know because i'm at a place in my life where i don't want to dredge up these old feelings but the fact that i saw it on tv it kind of reopened the wounds for me mm-hmm you know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's what's going on with a lot of these women. Like they know that this happened to him, to them. And it's, um, 
bringing up those old feelings until they're like, okay, I'm gaining power through these other women telling their stories. So now I think it's time for me to say how I feel. Right. I think that, first of all, I want to say that I'm very, very sorry because I don't think I've ever, I don't think you've ever told me that before. Yeah. So, um, I, I, this is my first time hearing that. With, we were and, in school um, together when it happened. I'm sorry, what? We were, you were my roommate when it happened. Oh, we, okay, we'll talk about that off the mic. Yeah. <laughs> we will. But, <laughs> but, um, uh, I think that in that moment, like, if you had called her, like, in passing or something like that, and, like, took a moment to, like, educate her, mm-hmm. like, without trying to make it super personal about yourself, and, or, you know, you could even say that you know of someone that this has happened to, and, you know, you know, kind of give your experience, uh, tell your experience through, you know, kind of an alias or whatever, and... Right. Just just take a moment to educate her, because a lot of times people say things out of ignorance and, mm-hmm. you know, their only and, and their their only instinct is to defend the man most times. And because it's a exactly. bunch of women that's coming out, it's like it's either done for money or it's done for publicity or something mm-hmm. like that. And I'm, I would imagine that these women aren't doing this for publicity. Right. Not, Not all, all of them. Not yeah. all of them. I agree. So, I mean, maybe if it ever comes up again or something like that, take the opportunity to educate her and, you know, just yeah. on some, you know, try not to punch her in the face. All right, <laughs> moving <it>. on. Yes. <laughs> on a lighter note. On a lighter note, Colin Kaepernick received the Sports Illustrated Muhammad Ali, I, really, Muhammad Ali Legacy Award. And guess who gave it to him? <laughs> The mother, the queen, the queen, queen, Beyonce, Beyonce. girl, her hair was like everything, right? Can we? Yes. But I mean, did you see the cake by the pound? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I did. I'm so jealous. Like I was like, B is holding on to that, like that motherhood weight. Have you noticed that? Yeah, she is. She's not trying to get rid of that like she was before. And I like it on her, though. Her face is a lot fuller. Yes. But you know what upset me, though? Because the Shade Room posted it, and then people got in the comments like, is that real? And blah, 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 blah. Look, if you go back and look at Beyonce's first solo video, Crazy in Love, yeah. <laughs> and she got on those jeans that are halfway off her butt. You can see. Yeah. That it's real. And it and it fluctuates as she gains weight. It does because yeah. I feel like she was way thinner during the Beyonce album. Yes, she I was. I feel like she got way smaller. She was like a size like album. two during that yeah. album. Yeah. And when she did Dream Girls too, like she lost a bunch of weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, for that role. Okay. Well, but okay, okay. Well, let's get back to the. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Beyonce. Get back on. You ain't had back on like that. We supposed to be talking about him winning this award. My bad. Yeah. How about you take this one? Because I saw it, but I was like, I I was like, oh, I was distracted by Beyonce. I'm sorry. <laughs> Aren't we all? Um, we this award is given to um, humanitarian athletes. That's what it was for. And we obviously know that uh, Colin Kaepernick is a humanitarian. 
Definitely. Um, Colin Kaepernick is famous. Well, he was a quarterback for the 49ers. A very good one, by the way. Um, yeah, they even won a um, Super Bowl with him, didn't they? Uh, I don't know about that. Girl, the 49ers ain't won no Super Bowl in years. Uh, I'm pretty sure... Mm, hold on. Google it, please. Keep, keep, keep look, going. <laughs> I have family members that are 49ers fans, but I'm a Saints okay. fan, so, okay. Um, He was also recently, oh, wait, he skipped the um red carpet prior to the show, so he wasn't available for questions, but in his um speech in reference to Muhammad Ali, he said the footprints he leaves are large and in his life is and has been multi-textured tapestry that is rich in love, wisdom, life lessons, and human kindness. I can only hope that I am taking steps toward walking on the footsteps that he left behind for the world to follow. So that was a good homage to, um, Muhammad Ali. He said he never met Muhammad Ali while he was alive. Mm-hmm. But he felt like that Muhammad Ali still mentored him anyway. So that was awesome. Yeah. I'm really proud of him. Um, I think that a lot of people don't understand why he knelt. Everybody, not everybody, but the people on the opposing side are all like, he's disrespectful to the troops. And, um, you know, it, the message is definitely being lost in the shuffle. I it mean, is lost. it's being redirected and it's, you know, it's, they're talking about, you know, the anthem and things like that. And it's just not, that's just not what's happening. And, right. It's not about the anthem at all. And it's, and they, and they just don't want to, they don't want to hear, like even you can shout the truth as much as you want. Mm-hmm. And they're still going to say that. It's about the anthem. It's mm-hmm. about our troops. And he kneel, he kneeled during those national anthems because he wanted to protest racial inequality and police brutality. And he still has like shows respect to the members of the military. Like, can we talk about how much philanthropic work he's done? You know, how much money he's donated to great causes, but nobody right. wants to speak on that. They always want to say, well, he's a disgrace and um, he's disrespecting the troops because that's the only thing that they have to stand on. Nobody is actually required to stand for the national anthem. Let's be clear about that. Yeah, that's true. And he, they even like, um, what did they do? Like uh, a while ago, they started encouraging them to to stand more because at first they didn't have to or something right. like this. So now they're like required to do that or whatever. I guess they were probably facing criticism or something like that mm-hmm. because people weren't standing or because the 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 team weren't the team wasn't coming out for the anthem. Mm-hmm. So now they're making sure that the team is out there and standing and stuff for the anthem. Yeah, yeah. And now he is suing because he think that he thinks that there is collusion uh between uh, there the is. NFL owners. We all know what it is because he's he was a good quarterback. He put up good numbers. There's not one reason why he shouldn't be drafted um, or hired. First of all, the Giants didn't settle Eli. Not Eli. Yeah, it is Eli. Mm-hmm. Didn't settle Eli, Eli Manning down. So why you just can't go ahead and hire Colin to come in and put up some numbers for you? But you don't want to do that because he's too controversial. 
Barry. Oh, yeah. So, by the way, they actually won uh, the NFC Championship in 2012. And I think he was playing for them then. Um, okay. So like, that maybe that may no, but it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't a Super Bowl or anything. Girl, I knew it was a Super Bowl. I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> because I, <laughs> my family members would not have let that die because there is an it. argument every Thanksgiving and Christmas about <laughs> 49ers, the Cowboys, the Redskins, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. and me and my dad are Saints fans, and we really don't care to argue with you guys because we know we suck. all right so we're gonna move along to our next segment which is called binging binging binge watching not binge eating or binge drinking as you say yeah or binge drinking yes yes (laughs) don't binge anything but tv shows how about that (laughs) so this week on binging we're only going to cover one show um because it's relevant right now. It is. Um, we're going to talk about Spike Lee's She's Gotta Have It. Mm-hmm. So She's Gotta Have It. This was actually, the movie was actually Spike's, Spike's, Jesus, help my tongue. Take the wheel, Lord. Um, <laughs> <laughs> She's Gotta Have It was Spike Lee's directorial debut right out of film school. Okay. So this was his first film. So now he has... 1986. 1986, the year I was Mm, born. I was born too. Yeah. (laughs) 80s babies. Yes. Um, But um, he has translated that movie into a TV show because obviously he knows that millennials run the world. (laughs) We run this mother. We We really run it. So yeah, he tailored it to us. Um... I finished the whole thing. I know you did too, CC. I did. I also watched the movie, and um, I still didn't watch the movie. You didn't. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I can yeah. speak for the movie when I say that the movie is the characters are the same, but the plot is a lot different mm-hmm. because the way things are now in 2017 is not. As they were in two thousand in nineteen eighty six, um, there was actually a rape scene in the movie. She's got to have it. That Spike Lee later said that he regretted even shooting. Really? Who yes. got raped? Girl, Nola got raped. Okay. And so guess was... who she got raped by? Who? Jamie. Uh-huh. Okay. And then, before, then you say wait, that she. Wait. Before we get into that, we have to give a really short synopsis. So, um, this, uh, She's Gotta Have It, is about Nola Darling. Uh She is, and you can chime in at any time if I'm wrong, and if I forget people's names, because I'm good at that. Um, Nola is an artist living in Fort Greene, New York, which is Brooklyn, pretty much, for us that don't know. Um... She is stuck in a love triangle between three guys. But is it a is it a love triangle though? I mean, I mean just for just for the sake of the synops- synopsis, okay. we can call okay. it a love triangle. Yeah. It's more like okay. a square, <laughs> a circle. Right. It's, at that dinner table, it definitely was a circle. Okay. It was a circle intertwined. Anyway, uh, she's stuck between three guys: Jamie, who is a professional. 
a very um, successful professional who makes a lot of money. Um, Mars. But is married. But is married. And has a son. And has a son. I forgot that detail. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mars, who is the life of the party. Yes. But he is childish. Very. And then you have Greer, who is self-absorbed. Absorbed. Completely. But he's very handsome. So. Is he though? I think he's cute, Cece. Well, I think that. He's a light skin. Oh, is that why he cute? Because he likes just a little color struck. That's all. Is it? Are you? Are you really? You I one of those know. people? I might be. I don't know. I think. <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. When they did their, uh, when they did their interview on the Breakfast Club, and I mean, he was good looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy who played Greer, but I like the guy who played Jamie better. I mm-hmm. thought he was better looking, and. Oh, he had that. I told you he had that like little accent going on, girl. That was like low key, like you could barely hear it, but you could hear it a little. He's like, oh, mm. like if you mm. heard him talk, you'd be like, ooh, where is he from? I know, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's cool. But in the show, he, I didn't like. He looked like an old man in the show. I think I kind of think. I kind of yeah, think that's that what they were. That's what he yeah, was going for. He was, made, he was made to be like a sugar daddy kind of yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have, um, we cannot forget Opal, mm-hmm. who is the woman added to this circle um, because she is, uh, Nola is a polyamorous, trisexual, something, I don't know. Yeah, she likes it all, honey. <laughs> she, she likes it all. Whatever makes her feel good, she going to try it. Exactly. And Opal, who is a single mom, a uh, lesbian, um, who actually treats her pretty nice she does opal treats her a little bit better than all of them do i mean besides mars yeah yeah opal definitely has her life together a lot more she does she does and she looked like a tall drink of water too don't she i was like wow she's Uh, very pretty though she is she is so I guess the question is, is tell me what did you think of She's Gotta Have It? I loved it, girl. I loved how empowering it was for women. I loved how, I mean, seeing, and I mean, let's, let's be completely honest. I mean, there may be some women out here living their lives like Opal, I mean, like Nola, but in all honesty, that's not the case. Mm-hmm. And there may be some women who may want to live like who are living vicariously like I am through no. <laughs> <laughs> but there are some takeaways that we can apply to our real lives. So, um, you know, Nola's friendships, for one, her um, the relationship she has with her parents, mm-hmm. um, like, you know, her her dedication to her art. And I mean, how that how those relationships don't trump the art right you know what i'm the saying art like is first always. the art is definitely first so i kind of can take away that mm-hmm. from nola and that may be to our own demise as well because we can be so you know work driven and like goals driven that we definitely don't have time for very much personal life but lives but i mean in the world that we live in these days that you know you and i both have 
really good jobs, careers, and we're still single. So why not put work first at this point and kind of live? (laughs) Well, I mean, you may be on a break. Are you guys breaking right now? You know, that's a whole nother podcast, honey. Yeah, to be determined. (laughs) We can we can talk about that later. But I I do like Opal. I mean, keep saying Opal. I do like Nola's strength Mm -hmm. and um and how like her. I loved how what she created out of frustration was much better than the stuff that was created just just from time and right, just on know, the fly. Just, yeah, like yeah, through time and stuff like that. Because the the street art that she did, I loved. And I love that painting that she did, you know, at the end and all that stuff. So I mean, and that came out of frustration as well. So yes. I mean, even though she does put work first, she always makes time to play. A lot of time to play. <laughs> a lot of time to play. But like I said last week, I felt like Nola was trying to gain a lot from, or trying to gain what it was. She knew what she wanted, but not necessarily how to get it. She was using the men to try to get what she wanted instead mm-hmm. of using herself. And when she went to the therapist, she realized that she was trying to get those, trying to fulfill herself or trying to get whatever it was she needed through her art from the men and not necessarily from within. Mm-hmm. I agree. And so, I mean, I like that. And I loved, I told you, Miss Rockletta Moss. <laughs> I was about to ask you, that was going to be my next question. Who is your favorite supporting character that's not like Nola or any of her lovers? Rockletta Moss, because <laughs> I like that name. And oh, at first, <laughs> yeah. And at first, it was kind of annoying because she always refers to herself in the third person. But mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, I like this after hearing her story and stuff. I was like, yeah, she a boss. And I liked her. And um, I like Nola's friends too. Um, and they, 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 they kind of petty, man. Like they oh, always so throwing petty. up in her face that she had three dudes and like <laughs> everybody you know, can't have three men like, like uh, yeah. Nola. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can't think of what is her name? Shakemp, Shameka. She's my favorite. Shameka, yeah. I like Shameka, but I was like, Lord, girl, you look good right now. <laughs> Like, you don't have to get no butt shot. Shemeca is my favorite because she is, I guess, more down to earth than her other friends. Her other friends Mm -hmm. are kind of snooty to me, especially Chloe. Chloe. Chloe, Yeah. Yeah, Chloe is snooty and then that white girl who I do not know her name. She never said anything. She, well, (laughs) when she said something, it was like, girl, shut up. (laughs) But I like Shemeca because... She kind of reminds me of me because I wanted to do some body augmentation. Ain't nothing um, wrong with that, though. Ain't nothing wrong with that, but, I mean, it kind of made me feel like I should just be happy with myself Girl. before I go into that. You know what I'm saying? But I, I like mean, Shemeca. Okay. Especially <laughs> when she said, draw me an ass on there. <laughs> right. I already gave you this long hair. <laughs> All right. So I guess the final question about this is, since Nola has four lovers, who do you think that Nola should end up with in the end? Um, I would say, I, I would say Mars. I agree. Elaborate. 
Mars, even even a Mars could sell his like Jordan collection and have all kind of cheese. Like <laughs> he he like he really does need to grow up. But he was down for Nola. I was, you know, I was telling you last because I was like, dude rode up on his bike with a little. <laughs> With a little buggy attached to like take her take <laughs> he her did. art to a show that she didn't even invite him to, and you know he found out who was like defacing her art, mm-hmm. and he even got her some social media recognition that she wouldn't have otherwise got by herself because in that capacity she was stubborn. Like right. she she felt like the art should stand for itself and that she was gonna make it. But I'm like, okay, nowadays, bitch, when ain't nobody seeing it <laughs> and these critics ain't liking it, then I mean and you got like five thousand, fifty thousand views. Come on, girl, you didn't hit a lick. <laughs> exactly. Like go ahead, take this win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely feel that Mars would be the better man for her. Yeah, I agree with you about Mars because I'm a sucker for a man that can make me laugh. Mm-hmm. So, and the whole time I was watching this show, I kept saying, when is Mars coming back? So yeah. I could laugh. Because he was definitely one of the comedic reliefs of the show. He was, and he was definitely like throwing all kinds of shade at the dinner table. <laughs> oh, yes. Man, I can't remember what he said. I got to go back through He said something about the dude by his hairline. <laughs> running away from it. <laughs> it was so funny. I would have to search through our pages and pages of text messages to find it. Yeah. I don't have the time. <laughs> no, not right now. But hey, you guys, in your spare time, um, if you like binging, check out She's Gotta Have It. It's on Netflix right now. 30 and minute shows, 10 minutes, minute show. 10, 10 shows for season one. I can't wait for season two. I know, me either. So you guys mm-hmm. should definitely check it out. Right. All right. Moving on. We will be uh, right now. We're about to go into our let's let's argue segment. Are you ready? I am. So we're calling this let's argue, but it's more of a healthy debate. What do you say, Cece? I would. I would say that. I mean, because I don't ever get mad at you about opposing opinions. And I do have opinions. (laughs) Yeah, you do. It's okay. So this week on Let's Argue, um, there was a post on the Shade Room about a week ago. Um, This young lady by the name of Sheikah, I do not know what her, how to pronounce her Twitter name. It's like at O-R-A-N-I-C-U-H-H. So obviously she's like a creep. Yeah, that's that's a lot. Yeah, she's a, a crip because you keep saying cuh. <clears throat> but you don't know nothing about that because you ain't you ain't from the hood like me. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm from Oklahoma. <laughs> Oklahoma. But that's, that's still the truth. <laughs> Do y'all have gangs in Oklahoma? Girl, I guess they did or they prob- they may still have them. I don't know. Look, oh when God. I go to Oklahoma, I go home. <laughs> so, you don't be I don't hanging be out, out in, I don't at be the out trap in- house? You don't be at the bando? No, no, ma'am. I oh. don't. Okay, then. I go to the house and I play with <laughs> play with Ray Ray and Gavin and Jenny and all them. <laughs> gotcha. So Chica says, "Don't let stay low and build Twitter." Oh, hold on, let me change that. Don't let quote stay low and build end quote Twitter fool you. That bun without a title shit is a scam, and I'll tell you why. 
Nobody mm. is dating for, in quotes, a title. Everyone in serious situations should have a bond. The title creates boundaries that protect your assets. A title is more for both parties than it is for everyone to know you're together. The title says, you occupy this space in my life, therefore I will hold you to a certain standard and expect the same. It's possible to have a bond and a title that's smart because if someone violates the bond, the title is your grounds for argument. The title is your anchor. People love to pull that we're not together once they cross a line and if you willingly enter into a deal like that you're only setting yourself up to get hurt no matter how deep your bun is y'all are not together all bets are off quote we know what it is end quote yeah that's cool if y'all check in on that every so often that minute that y'all two are on different pages the bond is dead as fuck yes dead <laughs> I'm trying to keep from cussing. I understand. I'm saved, but I cuss a little. I'm <laughs> saved, but I cuss a lot. <laughs> what is your take on title versus bond? Um, I had, like, I think last week when we talked about this, I, I said that I prefer the bond over the title, but mm-hmm. I think they're, I think they're equally important. Like you said, um, once I thought about it some more. Mm-hmm. I mean, definitely you have to have the bond first. I don't I don't want to just be jumping out the gate, getting a title just because just to have a title, just to mm-hmm. walk around and say I'm somebody's girlfriend or fiance or whatever. Uh, you can't have the you can't have I, I don't think that they're not mutually exclusive. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. So I would I'd start with the bond. Get that together. Mm-hmm. And then after however long it takes for you to feel comfortable enough with the bond, then add that title. It shouldn't be that difficult to like get the title together. Like if be you like, truly have a bond, if you truly have a bond. And like you said, if you're not out here bonding with multiple people, mm-hmm. the, I mean, you know, either the man or the woman. So, right. you know, if it's, you know, if you got that communication thing on lock and, you know, that title shouldn't be an issue. It should just be a matter of a conversation be like, hey, so, you know, we've been doing this thing for a little bit. You know, what is it? Can we just go on ahead and make this official or whatever? Mm-hmm. And then, like she said, if something happens, that's ground for argument for real because you do have the title. Mm-hmm. But then, you know how some people always be like, well, you know, you, you're not. What is it? You're not. You're single unless you're married or something mm-hmm. like that. I mean, but BS. That, that that's not necessarily true. If the people are if the people are committed to the relationship, then you're committed. I agree. No matter, no matter what. If we're gonna be in a relationship and you thinking that you're single until you marry, because you got to show me what you're gonna do. Once we get married, if I can't trust you in this relationship, then how can I go stand before God and take vows with you? And you know what I'm saying? I don't know yeah. if I can trust you because you was out here being single when we went married. Right. Exactly. And I, I mean, you know, now I think I think people get married just to say that they got married. You know hmm. what I'm saying? Like they rush into it. Yeah. You know, I never really thought of marriage being about love anyway. Really? 
Mm, not necessarily. I think it's more of a business acquisition. That's what it was in the Bible. God ain't never... Well, I, I'm going to say it like this. I don't know of a story in the Bible, except for like maybe Ruth or whatever. Even that was a business acquisition because Boaz had all this land and he was going to take care of her. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's about bringing both of your resources together and creating a family and making something work. That's what I think about marriage. I don't, I mean, love is like a bonus because I feel like, Love is not enough. So in that, so in that sense, since you just said that, mm-hmm. that would mean that the title would come first, and then the bond. When it comes to marriage, yes, but we have to have the bond before we get married. You know what I'm saying? In the society, in, in 2017, in 2017, you <laughs> see what I'm saying? Because we're not doing arranged marriages in this mode. Exactly, no exactly. Mm-hmm. But if you look. It, what marriage is meant to be it's not necessarily about love but like i was saying um the bond is important but love is not what I always keeps it's, it's not the only factor that keeps the bond there there's also trust there's also respect and right. all of that you can romanticize me every day but if you don't trust me if you don't respect me then there's really not a bun there, is it? No, there's not. Exactly. So the way I feel about it, like I, I, I agree with you that the title and the bond um, are equally important. However, in this day and age, you are not about to be telling me you love me. You ain't about to be spending time with me, going out to eat, having sex with me and all of that. And then I'm nothing to you. Right. You know what I'm saying? As a woman, as women, we live in that gray area a lot of times where it's like, okay, I'm chilling with him. I like him, but we're not really together. We just chilling. We just friends. That's, that's the, the chill culture that's what's going on right now. The Netflix Definitely. and chill culture. And that's not good because if you're trying to build something and you're trying to show your children um, or the younger generation what they need to aspire to be, Netflix and chill ain't it. At all. So I feel like today's society, these young kids, they're okay with that. They're okay with just being a buddy or... You know, but I feel like as they get older, that's going to change. Because, I mean, when we were younger, we were okay with not having a title. I was. Yeah, so was I. But now that I'm older, it's like, oh, no, you got to give me something. <laughs> right. I ain't just giving out the cookies for no reason. Exactly. <laughs> I'm with you when you're right. <laughs> Only when you're right, though. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, sometimes, I mean, we all have urges, right? <laughs> But beyond that, and then you know, I, I just mostly like, try to keep the cookie to myself. <laughs> Bob. But, um, <laughs> oh my word! I do feel like this is also a main chick side chick culture too. Ooh. Like that's been going on for years, but now there's like an actual name for it, and there's this like side chicks are winning and. All of this, and 
I feel like we as women don't necessarily, I think the men know in most cases, not all cases, because some women know they're the side chick, they're okay with it. Okay, yeah. I was you know wondering what I'm saying? where you were going with this. Okay, yeah. yeah uh-huh. But then there are some cases where they know they're the side chick. They're not okay with it because the men is feeding them lies. Like, oh, I'm going to leave my wife. Or I ain't really happy with her. Or she don't make me happy like you do. You know what I'm right. saying? And so then yeah. some, some women feed into that. And then they mm-hmm. start thinking, well, okay, well, maybe he's going to leave his wife for me. And that's like oldest time, right? Right. Why do we do that? It never happens. He never leaves. <laughs> they do sometimes. When? I don't know. I Give just me, show that. me receipts. I just I'm trying to think of one that's been left the main chick for the side chick. And I can't I can't think of one right now, but it, whatever. I anyway. mean maybe maybe on like TV or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like not yeah. a real life. You can't cause you not can't. A, not a, and I know been that nobody's site, no love and hip hop, Mona Scott, uh, what's her name? Ooh, Mimi oh, and Jocelyn no. Miss. You bet not do it. No. Please you, don't, because he you, ain't even with her no more. Look, because if you are gullible enough to still think that that's real, just just right. just stop the podcast. When they were now. all when they were all <laughs> sleeping together. <laughs> just just click off of this right now. Just just stop listening. My <laughs> you my ain't ready for us. That- my thoughts on that is, um, it, it, what is it? It's, it's depending on the, the parties knowing about the situation, right? Like the, mm-hmm. the, the side chick knowing, uh, knowing that she's the side chick, right? Right. Uh, it, uh, it, it makes me wonder if there is a, some, somewhat of a self-esteem issue or is she really in love with the person? Um, it just makes you question it. It makes you want to break it down mm-hmm. and like hear the story. I'm like, I would be curious to know. Mm-hmm. And of course, you no one sides, no one sides with the side chick ever. Right. You know, everybody roots for her. She's automatically the, the, the villain. Yeah, automatically. They mm-hmm. don't even look at the man now. <laughs> exactly. They when don't even watch, look at the man. When you watch Cheaters. And the woman found out that her boyfriend or whatever is cheating on her, she always go fight the girl. Like what? Right. You need to be right. finding your man. Or like on even um snapped or something like that. Like mm-hmm. they'll go and like kill the ex girlfriend. Crazy. Or or whatever, and won't even do anything to the man. I'm like, wait a minute, now. Huh? It's too much. <laughs> I can't. Take and it. I mean, you know, and and women who. Are the main chicks are well within their right to go run up on a hoe? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I feel like, if, especially if she knows, like you are well well within your right to run up on somebody that's you know infringing on your territory. So I, I mean, you know, those are some those are some consequences that you know follow with that situation among other things i mean mm-hmm. you sleeping with somebody else and they sleeping with somebody else there could be you could get pregnant i mean mm-hmm. you could get uh an std is the side chick only sleeping with the dude is she sleeping with somebody else are yeah. they using protection i mean it's so many it's so many different like factors factors in that and it's not cut and dry at all no it's not it's so, not so um I don't, I don't really 
I'm gonna leave it at I'm gonna leave it at that. What do you have? What do you? I didn't really no. give an opinion. I don't think, but you did. You did. Oh, I did. Okay, good. Now, what's yours? <laughs> I agree. Okay. <laughs> so I think I think that that went well. We didn't technically argue. Yeah, we didn't technically argue. Well, we kind of yeah. we kind of disagreed on certain on some stuff. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, just a little. <laughs> Alright guys, so we're coming down to the end and now we have positive quotes because we want to leave this thing on a positive note. So when you click off, you feel so much better about yourself and your life and you know, you start like not procrastinating, coming up with plans, drinking more water, moisturizing your skin, especially in the winter time. You know, greasy girl. Getting some I'm gonna go get me some SPF thirty. I'm <laughs> I'm going to get me some eucalyptus oil, mm. and I'm gonna do like a steam shower kind of thing oh, to like so um to like wake up better in the morning. Nothing is gonna be... make me wake up better in the morning, girl. Not yes. one single thing. You hear me? It's and it helps though. It helps like you know prevent like certain like viruses and stuff like that and like the you know it's cold season and Mm -hmm. flu season and stuff like that so eucalyptus oil is definitely something i heard that on the um the friend zone today okay look at you (laughs) giving out out tidbits yeah eucalyptus (laughs) oil for those people who like essential oils exactly yeah well that's good that's a good tip yeah okay so my quote for tonight is it's not actually a quote well it's a quote it's a quote if i if i screenshot it off instagram it's a quote i don't care what anybody says um it says, uh, that's where mine came from okay. <laughs> where else do you get quotes <laughs> things i want i want i sound like them people that can't spell on facebook <clears throat> things i won't be in 2018 pressed Pregnant, bothered, broke. Come on <laughs> here, somebody. Can I get is, an amen? Is pressed and pressed. bothered the same thing? No. So, okay. I don't care pressed what you for say, attention. I guess so. Yeah, pressed <laughs> for attention and bothered by these haters, right? Right. Mm, okay. This is exactly okay. right. I'm not gonna be pressed. I'm not gonna be pregnant. Thank you, Marina. I'm not gonna be bothered. <laughs> And I refuse to be broke. So, what's your sis? Because um, I'm sure y'all hear my baby back there crying in the background. I apologize. And the train just decided to come through. Satan well, is busy. Nope. <laughs> I don't hear any of that. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. My uh, my quote today um, is, exes smell progress. Stay focused. Mm, you hear me? They smell it. They smell progress, and you know I know. And as soon as you got, as soon as you got a groove going, you get that text message or you get that phone call, or you run up on them or something in the streets. And I'm just like, what? What in Satan? It's a trap. It's a trap. (laughs) Exactly. You better not post no picture of your new hairstyle. Find the nearest exit in this mug, right? Don't put on, don't put on no, no good shirt and a shoe, as you would say. 
<laughs> don't take no pictures and put it on Instagram. Here Girl, they come. Don't have, don't have no beat face. You get them oh, all eyes emojis. <laughs> get out of here. One dude sending me flowers, like flower emojis in my inbox. Like I would rather have real flowers. Okay. Are you trying to impress me? <laughs> it's not working. Block. Your DM. <laughs> Block. Goodbye, sir. Have I a nice life. Go to Kroger and give me some real flowers. Had even, a if, even if you had grill. to get them from Kroger, get them from somewhere. Give me some real flowers, okay? I love flowers. Grill, CC. And he now? was a full grill and he was cooking catfish with a knife. With a knife? <laughs> Not a fork. Not a spoon. Not a spoon. Not tongs. Not but I, that little two, that long fork with like two little prongs on it. No. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. A knife. A whole knife. You hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay. But he was light-skinned though with. I don't give a damn. <laughs> okay. All right, people. That is that our is show. Our we hope that you guys like it. We hope that you would share it. We hope that you would uh, comment. And now my baby is full-fledged upset. So that's my cue. I got to go. All right. See you guys on the next one. All right. Bye.